Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. everybody it is march 4th 2019 this is uh an offside trap and yeah. uh the second one yeah second one the first one worked yeah first one worked somehow everyone's surprised yeah and the greatest <laughs> intro music ever made as you guys heard uh it's quite the uh quite the fun time i am tim and as always i'm joined by my lovely co-host mr kevin bradley across the way from me drinking on some sazerac that's it man uh, new bottle new day who does new season New bottle, who does? No, new season starts this weekend. It is finally the beginning of Atlanta United season. And we... uh, Something I'm sure our guests can relate to. (laughs) And we welcome in Brad from Cincy Soccer Talk because this coming Sunday down in Mercedes-Benz, we are welcoming FC Cincinnati for their second straight away game to start their MLS uh, foray. Brad, how are you doing tonight, man? Ah, good. Uh, Kevin, Tim, thanks for having me on. Uh, I know a lot of us up here in Cincinnati, we've been following uh, the success of Atlanta from afar. And uh, hopefully, uh, I know you uh, guys said uh, you're looking forward to the start of the season, but hopefully we might be able to postpone it one week further. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, one of us is going to probably have to do a reset again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in, exactly. In the third week of the season. But obviously, storied franchise, right? You guys are coming in with, uh, you know, as a USL powerhouse um, team breaking records playing at University of Cincinnati Stadium. Is that correct? That was um, where you guys were breaking attendance records in USL. Um, the run that you guys went on in the uh, U.S. Open Cup with, uh, I believe, with Mitch Hildebrand, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Mitch, uh, Mitch says no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah he, we're uh, we're we're still trying to raise money for a statue up here after that. Uh, loan, that <laughs> everybody wants a statue now. Fire. Man. I mean, RoboCop. Right? Now we got Mitch Hildebrand. <laughs> <laughs> David Beckham. I mean, just added to the list. RoboCop deserves one more than uh, more than anybody else in Detroit. But um, no, I mean, yeah. Thanks for joining us. I mean, you're coming off. Uh, I don't. I don't know. What were your thoughts? What were your feelings? Kind of expectations going into this weekend against you know a perennial powerhouse in in Seattle who was seemingly at full strength for the first time and God knows how long since Jordan Morris went down and uh, and Jordan Morris was. 
completely capable to say the least. Yeah. I mean, what were you guys thinking going into uh, last weekend? What to you guys is success? I mean, from the opener uh, and then from a, like a season standpoint as a whole. Well, I'll start just looking at Saturday alone. Uh, going into it, there are a lot of emotions. Uh, you know, we spent three years trying to build this club. You know, you mentioned the attendance records uh, at Nippert Stadium, that Open Cup run. Uh, last season, we won the 2018 USL Supporter Shield. Uh, but going in, there was a lot of emotions, a lot of excitement, a lot of nervousness because, as you said, it we went on the road to play Seattle. Uh, definitely one of the uh, more vaunted places to play in the league and to become a new organization. And there we have to go for the first week. Definitely a challenging environment. Uh, I think then uh, you add to that uh, some of our injuries. You mentioned, uh, I believe, uh, off air, Greg Garza, you know, huge offseason acquisition for us. He's been out injured, has yet to appear uh, in the orange and blue Um we are still building our club. You know, they mentioned today Kenny Saif is going to be coming. We've signed a Kakuta Mane. Uh, we have just a couple players who've really yet to get involved in the team. So I think realistically, we thought it was going to be a long road to hoe, and 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 it ended up was with the with the four to two, uh, to one loss. Um, so you mentioned Greg Garza. Is there any expectation on when we may see him return to form and and get back into rotation for you guys? Uh, I'll tell you what, it, it's definitely one to keep an eye on. Uh, we went down to Charleston. I think you guys might have gone down there last year uh, for the Charleston Challenge we Cup. Were, we were, I think we would have gone down there, but we got tied up in this whole other tournament this season. I don't uh, know if you've heard about it. but it's Last a- last season. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're in a different CCL. But uh, uh, you know, actually, a funny story is that we had some of our guys down there and a couple of Atlanta fans drove up to that uh, season to try to watch him. And unfortunately, we had to say that uh, he has been out injured. So uh, apparently this past week, he joined practice. Finally, um, I think that you might see him on the bench, but I think long term, really, I think week three, the home opener against Portland is more of a realistic chance of seeing him. Um, and you know, if I'm FC Cincinnati, I don't rush him. You guys had a, a tremendous, probably one of the best second seasons in the history of the league, set tremendous records. And he, you know, I know he was out injured, but then he played to that playoff run and then pretty much immediately went into the men's national team camp, got hurt. Um, so I'm kind of treating this as a little bit of an off season for him, a little rest. You know, we, we need him definitely towards this end of the year. And uh, so unfortunately he's not going to play. I doubt he'll play this week, but I think uh, going forward, we should see him uh, here soon. Yeah. And it's always much tougher whenever you have a guy that has like an extended layoff and especially is, is let's just face it, a little fragile for as good as he is and as quality as he is on defense and offense, he liability is not the right word, but he he's going to miss some games and you don't want to bring, I, I always feel like it's better to bring a guy back at home than it is to try and bring him on the road and, and worry about the stressors there and worry about the travel and, and all that. That's, that's interesting. I, I had heard the rumors about Kenny Saif. Um, that's going to be a big pickup. You guys are going to have kind of a clogged uh, front line because I, not to get too much into this, but I mean, between Fernando Adi, Darren Maddox, and then Lama or Lama, and then you bring in Kenny Saif, I mean that's that's a, that's a lot of talent up front. I'm, I'm excited for the Cincinnati team. Yeah, I yeah, am I th- too. Yeah, I think one of the questions you asked me earlier is how do I feel about the long term uh, of success of this club and what is that success? And I actually am still, I still feel very strong about the the chances of us uh, pushing through the playoffs. We have a 
just a difficult schedule to start off with. And like I said, we're still building this team. But as you said, there are a lot of pieces that can be attractive. You said Fernando Adi. He's got the start up top. Uh, we've got Roland Lama, who spent some time um, down in Dallas last year. Uh, you've got Victor Oyua, who's a vet. Um, and then you said you sprinkle in some of these other plays, Kukuda Mana, Kenny Saif, which they're actually talking uh, more of towards that 10 role than on the wing as we've seen him in the in the men's national team. So there's there's definitely some pieces for Alan Koch to work with. But unfortunately, this weekend, uh, I don't think you're going to see that in Atlanta. I think you know, you'll see a completely different team uh, when you guys make the travel north in September. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, is uh, it, it, do you, that, that's good because going into the, I mean, it's a long season. It's a long row. Like, like you said, it's, it's a long road to hoe or long road to home, but yeah, it's a long season, but ever, ultimately the games are played week to week and we can't get too far ahead. And all we have to go off of, unfortunately right now is that first opening game. Yeah. So looking mm-hmm. at that game, looking at this lineup as it stands currently, assuming that Garza probably isn't in that lineup where I personally thought that Cincinnati was probably most vulnerable against Jordan Morris was on that right side or the left back position. What, what player or position, what skill set puts Cincinnati in the best position to win going into the game against Atlanta? And who do you think is the biggest liability for Cincinnati going forward? Well, I'll tell you, there we got a big shock about an hour before the match because uh, we had played a 3-4-3 in all seven preseason matches. Then all of a sudden we rolled out a 4-2-3-1 in the, in the opening game of the season. And we found out, you know, due to some of these injuries, like I mentioned, Greg Garz is out. Our backup left back, Justin Hoyt, was out. Um, Coach Koch had to make that transition on Monday to the 4-2-3-1. So I think within that change – and such a short change. So you've got a new club, a new formation that you've barely learned in a week together. Uh, you saw a lot of holes uh, in the line. So I wouldn't need, even necessarily nail it down to one player's liability. I would just more think the liability is how will FC Cincinnati build upon that first week and how their chemistry will work. Because you saw a lot of issues in spacing, a lot of positional um Self-discipline was lacking. You saw Alvis Powell getting up the field and completely uh, not having any cover for the rest of the back line. On the he, you know, Alvis Powell is our right back, played in Portland a long time. You saw that uh, in the midfield, the relationship between Leonardo Bertoni and Victor Oyua was lacking. Sometimes they both went forward and they, again, left the back line exposed. And that was really critical against Jordan Morris. That's really how he scored both of his goals is that it you were left with two center backs there. Um, so I think that it's how Alan Koch, if he chooses to go with that four, two, three, one, how he's able to work with some of those relationships, how he's able to organize. Cause that really, there was just such a lack of organization. I think that was, you know, kind of a pretty uniform take uh, among all the different organizations up there. But if they are going to win, you know, they've shown that they can score, this preseason, you, you mentioned the firepower this week. I think we have Fernando Adi available, Roland Lama. You mentioned Darren Maddox. I think he'll probably get to start over Eric Alexander because uh, he just was was um, I, he had a rough night, and I don't necessarily put that on him. I put that on he was put in a position not to to succeed with with him and having to cover for Alvis Powell. Um, but I think you put Darren Maddox in there. Kakuta Manaz one more week healthy. I think that if FC Cincinnati is going to win, it's going to be 
on those guys up front being able to hit you guys in the counter. Cause I think we've shown uh, without Saif and, and building these relationships, we're going to have a tough time holding onto the ball, especially, you know, how quality you guys are already in that. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough challenge, but if somebody's going to break through, it might be a, a wonder goal. Like we saw this week or an individual moment of brilliance. What by, a, uh, I mean, hats off for one of the best Team opening goal, like for a first goal for a team. I mean, that you couldn't ask for much better. Yeah, we celebrate that scrappy finish that Yamilasad yeah. had, and then Bertone goes and just rockets one from outside the 18 off of a rebound. I was like, damn. Oh. I mean, we, I was at one of our supporters' groups watch parties, and the place just erupted. I think uh, the first 15 minutes it was completely against the run of play. We were getting just. Yeah. Just, just wallops. I mean, we did the whole match, but um, that was a special moment. You know, I think that kind of sh- relaxed some FC Cincinnati fans, sh- sh- showed us that we could do this. I think that was a, a big worry. We heard about uh, how our roster build was faulty. And so I think that put a lot of doubt in some of our minds, but uh, it was just a great moment. I think something we're all going to remember. And, you know, I'm just glad it wasn't like an own goal or a tap. And this is something that, you know, we'll put on the, the screen at Nippert Stadium the next couple of years. And then when we get into our own stadium, that'll just light all the fans up. And when is your new stadium scheduled to open, by the way? So we're, we're shooting for the 2021 season. Gotcha. Uh, we have a contract to play at Nippert uh, the next two seasons, which um, presents some financial challenges. But overall, it's a it's a tremendous place to play. I know you guys played in, in uh, a college stadium over at Georgia Tech, and you saw what that did to uh, your really, guys' fan base. Yeah, and it's a really intimate environment yeah. there too um it's built a lot like i feel like the stands in college football stadiums the way that they're built are a lot like some of the south american soccer stadiums are and mm-hmm. it's uh i love how this i miss the sight lines of bobby dodd um <laughs> but <laughs> to that point i mean how much have you had you guys had to deal with so far shtick from the likes of the orlando city fans about you're playing, not doing playing it in right. a football stadium or not you guys being plastic and all that uh, I'd say we, we definitely get the, we haven't heard too much from the MLS crowd on that. We definitely heard a lot more in USL. Um, you know, people would say you bought your attendance or chicken tickets are cheap or whatnot, but you're you know, not deep enough on Twitter. Lakes. Apparently you need to go deep, yeah, man. You need to I get in the so. trenches. I guess, you know, we've been worried about talking smack to the Louisville's of the world for the last three years, but, um, <laughs> You know, we, we were actually ones dealing out smack as in half the teams that felt like in the USL were playing on baseball uh, fields yeah. and uh, well, not Yankee Stadium. We're talking about... I was going to say, uh, some Louisville still do. MLS. <laughs> yeah, but, but at Louisville Slugger, they would put uh, AstroTurf directly over oh my the gosh. infield. Oh so my gosh. We, we played a game there last year and the ball literally would just hit and stop due to the rain on that, on that, uh, that yeah, turf. We, so uh, different we, challenges. <laughs> We went and played uh, against Nashville in their first ever game up in Nashville at their baseball stadium or their minor league baseball stadium in the rain. And it was, the, yeah, it was just the drainage is not built. I'm for still, that. I still can't wait for them to join the league and to be oh. able to have that commute. That's going to be great. Yes. It's, it, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. How, base, how so. far is, how far is Cincy from, from Nashville? That would probably be the closest. Well, Three I guess and a half hours. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, maybe a little more. We're, we're pretty, I mean, outside of Columbus, obviously, which is a, a little over an hour and a half north. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I think as far as like a sexy destination to go to for away games, that would be our closest because who wants to go to Bridgeview in Chicago? And Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to do that. It's not like you're going downtown yeah. or going and, yeah, playing no, near Grant no, Park or anything. 
Yeah. I so, mean, Crew, Crew Stadium just sucks. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of traveling, we make our way back up there in September, right? Is whenever we play you guys in yeah. Cincinnati. What are some of the things that people that may be going to the game can look forward to, things to do uh, leading up to the match? What are some of the pregame traditions and history that have carried over and that continue to build in your MLS? Yeah. So like we, we've, we've spent three years at Nippert stadium. And like I said, it's a great environment. Uh, unlike some of the venues out there, it's, it's, it's right in the middle of the college campus, but there are so many bars and, and unique areas around there. And it, that, I think that's led to been one of the reasons why uh, FC Cincinnati has been so successful so far as people for a seven thirty game on a Saturday night, they get down there at two thirty three o'clock and go the whole time leading up to the match. It's a Champions. little bit different. It's a little bit different where most of your your pre-gaming goes on actually in the bars and restaurants. There are so many of them and there's uh, not a ton of like just flat uh, parking lots out there. But uh, the city of Cincinnati as a whole has just gone under a, a tremendous renaissance. Uh, and actually, I think it would be a pretty cool place for Atlanta fans to travel up September. It's going to be a beautiful time of year. It's not going to be too hot. Um, over the Rhine, which is is pretty much right where we're building the stadium. Uh, it's in the West end, but it's very similar. It's going to be a very similar setup to how Nippert is where you've got a lot of bars, a lot of, uh, you know, urban, just, just amazing characteristic settings, bars, restaurants, areas to go and see. Uh, so I would definitely try to stay in that area just North of downtown. Uh, and then you've got a five minute Uber to, uh, to Nippert stadium. So, uh, there's a lot to do you guys. If you're coming up, you definitely have to try our skyline chili. Uh, it is a unique experience. Do a little bit of spaghetti, a little bit of chili, a little bit Ooh. of cheese. If you're feeling a little dangerous, put a little onion and, and black beans on there. That hits close to home. I did a, I did a spaghetti, uh, grilled cheese last night for dinner. So <laughs> oh I'm on board. My dad's all about skyline chili. Uh, my family's from Fort Wayne. So, oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say we we can go bunk up with some of my family. I think it's like an hour and a half, two hour drive from Cincinnati oh, to Fort yeah. Wayne. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit further than that. Yeah, but okay. yeah, yeah, not too bad. All right. So speaking of which, where your family's from? Who's your rainy day team? If you're not cheering on Cincinnati, who who else do you pull for? What other sport? What other team? What other league? What are you watching whenever you're not watching FC Cincinnati? Yeah, uh, it would either be Tottenham uh, for for EPL. Um, but you know, I grew up uh, went in Ohio, went to Ohio State. Oh, uh, if, if I'm not watching soccer, pretty much everything is uh, glued to the Ohio State University. Well, <laughs> you'll be happy to know I am a Clemson fan. So um, my, be- my best friend's wife's a Clemson fan, and uh, when they beat us a couple years ago, she slapped a uh, Clemson Tiger magnetic Clemson Tiger paw print on the opposite side of my car from my driver's side. So I drove around for like four days with the Clemson Tiger <laughs> before I noticed it. That sounds like some shit Kevin would pull. Yeah, well, you know, we gotta gotta make sure you flex a little bit from yeah, time to time. I already felt right. bad enough buying this house from a former Clemson grad. Look, man, look yeah. at how great it's turned out. Yeah, it's true. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question before we let you go. Score prediction for Sunday. What are you thinking? Ooh, um, I know you guys didn't score this past week. Okay. Uh, All right. But, well, which well, we played two but, games this past week. So which one are you talking about? Really? Yeah, we're gonna go with the DC game. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, like I said to you guys before, this is not going to be the team you're going to play in September. This isn't even going to be the team that I think FC Cincinnati is going to trot out in three weeks. There's just been so much that's happened um, on and off the pitch that 
there's going to be changes that need to be made. Last week was clearly not good enough. Um, so I think that uh, Alan Koch is going to have to shift his formation, kind of bunker it down a little bit more. If he doesn't, I think it's going to be a big score, like a four or five to one. Um, but I think he's going to learn. He's not going to want to get embarrassed again on national TV. I think it'll probably be something like uh, two to nothing, Atlanta. Wow. Wow. I, I didn't expect it, but I, I will, res- I will, I will respect it even though I didn't expect it. I guess I should yeah. say, um, I'm, we're going to, we're getting ready to open up our thoughts, but I'm, I hope for the win, but I, I don't know if it's going to be necessarily a blowout. I think there's a lot of question marks for this Atlanta team. Yeah. You mentioned, three games new, in. you mentioned earlier, new system, new players, all that stuff. That's, I don't know. You're probably not tapped into Atlanta United uh, Twitter, but it's been sky is falling. Um, you know, it, it. But again, new players in our system, new system, yeah. just getting acclimated. So we, I, I feel your pain. It is going to be a tough road test for Cincinnati. It'll be a great game either way. And uh, thanks so much for coming on and hanging out with us. A little bit of your night tonight. Yeah, thanks for having us uh, having me on. I know uh, a lot of our uh, supporters are excited to come down. I actually think they uh, sold out their allotment of uh, away supporting tickets awesome. in like a week or something like that. So uh, there should be a lot of uh, orange and blue in Atlanta, and uh, just just. Be gentle. Oh, yeah. dude, I, I cannot. You cannot hate anyone wearing those kits. If I had to pick another <laughs> kit to wear besides Five Stripes, it'd be you guys because yeah. they are amazing. And uh, I don't know of anybody that's really been trash talked or shunned away aside from Orlando City fans in Atlanta. So uh, be yeah. sure to come out to the Gulch and link up with some supporters groups and we'll show you a good time. Yeah. I was going to say that's uh, wear that as a badge of honor that you guys sold out your allotment because there are a lot of historic, like historic teams, meaning like Chicago and, and DC and a lot of the older teams that you see maybe 20 people show up or 20, 30 people in the crowd and in, at least in the away section. And, uh, it's kind of sad. It's, it'll be awesome to see you guys because my seats are pretty close to that. Uh, you guys are definitely within uh hearing range for me. Yeah. All right. Um, score predictions for you. I'm going to go ahead and say it 31 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> because Clemson against Ohio State. Get it? Get it? Got it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's been a while and it still hurts. <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh, so where can the people find you at? Uh, where can they find Cincy Soccer Talk at? All the plugs, all the all the things. Where can they find Get you? all your stuff in, Brad. Right. Like, like you guys do, we stream, uh, live on Facebook, YouTube, pretty much every vehicle out there live on Monday nights. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Cincy Soccer Talk, Facebook as well. Um, Twitter, Cincy Soccer Talk, CincySoccerTalk.com. We put a lot of great content out there. Got a, a huge staff of about, uh, about 11, 12 people now. So we're just pushing out stuff every day. You can reach me at Bradley S. Weigel, um, uh, on Twitter. Um, but uh, yeah, just appreciate you guys having me on. Looking forward to uh, to a great, um, hopefully a fun match and a great relationship going forward. Because when they join next year, we can both hate on Nashville. Absolutely, oh, yeah. man. Well, I dig it. Thanks so much, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Have a good night, man. Thanks, guys. Take care. See ya. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.